Welcome back. It's Tom Bell here. So great to have you on another episode. Uh, it's all things purpose, passion, mindset, helping you to live a life that you truly love. And on today's episode, I have Kiona Van Grinsven, an ambition and confidence coach. I am super pumped to have you on the show, Kiona. Welcome. Thank you, Tom. So excited. Thanks so much for having me. Um, it's just been a real roller coaster getting to know you so far. <laughs> you just had a quick chat getting to know you. Um, and I'm super grateful for you to have me today. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, and it was such a, uh, such a great question. Like, I, I love, um, you know, the questions you were asking me off air and, and, and finding out. And, and when you are dealing with um, some people and their energy and, and you're just so positive and, and I can, like, I almost feel like I'm looking in the mirror of energy, which is very interesting to me <laughs> because, you know, sometimes my energy can, can be a bit much. Or, or quite large um so so you know you talking to me and, and asking me some questions and finding stuff out about me it's it's fun because normally i'm the one asking uh, most of the questions but it was, it was <laughs> um, great fun to share a bit of my story but you know people who haven't yet come across you on their journey could you tell us a bit about yourself absolutely yeah um i'm originally dutch um but i've been living in london for about six years now um, 31 years old. Um, I've been working in tech space for quite a long time uh, in the sales environment. And um, yeah, I've uh, recently started my journey as an ambition and a confidence coach, um, really to get started with something that I feel like has uh, changed my life already in the last six months and where I feel like my true passion lies. So um yeah, it's been quite an exciting journey, but um, that, that's me. <laughs> so that's an interesting thing. So like, you know, of all the titles, of all the things, um, you know, an ambition and confidence coach, like, you know, I, I like it because, you know, if you, to, ha to have ambition, you've got to have confidence to chase the ambition down and to maybe set, you know, big goals and big dreams. Um, so they do um, certainly sound hand in hand. But, you know, if that's what you've settled on, like, and, and that's what you feel like is your passion, that, that means you've had to exclude a lot of other things. So tell us a bit about like why ambition and confidence? What, what is that for you? Sure, yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. They go hand in hand, right? And we see this very often that um, in order to have ambition, you need to have confidence and vice versa. Um, what I... When I got into the coaching space at first, I wasn't quite sure where to go, whether I should head into a direction of career coaching or sales coaching, potentially, because that's what I spent most of my working life in. Um, but I soon realized that that wasn't necessarily the direction that I should be going into. Um, for me, it is all about um, and helping empower women and particularly young women who just start out in their careers actually gain the confidence to embrace the ambition that's inside of them because I feel like a lot of the time um, we just tend to see it as a dirty word and it feels more of like a like a masculine word that people just throw out and just go oh I'm an ambitious person and women just kind of shy away from that and think well, that all sounds a bit too grand to me. I, I can't do that. I'm not capable. I'm not worthy, etc. Whatever they tell themselves. Um, and this is actually quite funny that you asked me this question because the title itself actually came to me as I was in the shower, which is where usually most ideas come from. Mm -hmm. I had to rush out of, the, out of the bathroom and write it down to make sure that I wouldn't forget it. Um, and I just kind of feel like we need to... Um, we need to find a way to make ambition 
um, sound nicer to to have, if that makes any sense at all. Um, and like you said, confidence goes along with that. So I think that's where definitely we all need to start uh, to make sure that ambition has a chance to um, to actually thrive in our own lives as well. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be a a, a bad word. Like I remember, no, I we had a little chat off air about um, you know the power versus force, or you know, I was saying about that book that I'd read, and and it's like I think one of the mm-hmm. things in there was about desire um, being a negative emotion, and it makes sense um, if I remember correctly, but it makes sense to me why because it's basically saying that where I am isn't good enough, so it's a little bit negative, right. but it, but it's kind of like high on the scale. It's around about that courage point uh, where you know I have to desire the thing that I have to take courage to then move to a different place. Um, so, you know, desire and ambition, they, they, they seem like they almost could be synonyms for one another. So I, I want to get to this place. I want to um, dream for something bigger than I've currently got. Uh, so I want mm-hmm. to desire that change. Uh, why not be confident enough to have it? If the dream's coming to you, like, why not do it? If, and how many other people have done Absolutely. it before you? Yeah. Well, that's the thing exactly, you know, and I think we always just, um, not always maybe, but a lot of the time we won't go there because we don't know how to or no one's done it before or it's too hard to get there. And then we give up before we even started. And that's just mm. a shame in itself, isn't it? The how. Oh, gosh, the how. Oh, you, you, you wonder like if, if like, um, you know, like dreams are clay targets. You're like, pull! And the, and the how is like <laughs> shooting them out the sky. Because like half the, how can you know how to do things before you've done it, before you've set off? If you're just starting off, it's not about how and knowing all the steps. It's about no. belief that they'll that you'll work it out and then you'll find it out. And if you want it bad enough, don't pick something because somebody else wants it. Don't pick it because you your cousin Jerry likes it or mum said it was a good idea or or the, someone at yeah. work, you know, that you that you is rich or somebody like it's not a if you pick something you actually want, like when if you're gonna be ambitious or you're gonna set goals, set them around what you actually want, what lights you up. Absolutely. So that way, like that curiousness is there and that you can go from step to step and and have the energy to to push on the interest to push on absolutely absolutely i agree yeah this is the thing i think if you have a a burning desire inside you the only way to actually find out if it's something that you should pursue then is by actually go and do it right um the first person to do anything didn't know how to do it at first they found out along the way so what's stopping you from doing this thing Mm, mm, I like it. I like it. And so, so what's it been like, you know, getting out of like with it or getting into a side hustle or, um, you know, going down that path of actually like maybe stepping away from what it is that you currently were doing to, to pushing mm-hmm. into this space. What's, what's that been like for you? Uh, to be honest, it's been, it's been up and down. Um, <laughs> my journey started during the COVID pandemic. So um, well, maybe not start it there, but that's where I actually realized that that's what I wanted to do. Because, you know, when, you know, when you're locked down, uh, you have a lot of time to think and you don't have a lot of other things to do. So you start thinking, oh, maybe there's something else that I'm meant to be doing. Maybe this isn't at all what I, what I intended or what, what my purpose is. And um, as I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I started thinking about, um, how I'd been mentoring this woman that works within my company for about a year or so. And I'd helped her land her first sales cycle role because that's what she wanted to do. 
And I started realizing that as we were still having these conversations together, it, it became more of a more of a coaching relationship than it was a mental relationship because she wasn't necessarily asking me for advice on how to do things, but she was asking me, what would you do? Or how can I feel better about this? Or how can I build my confidence about, you know, being good at my job? And that's how I rolled into um, becoming the ambition and confidence coach because I felt like, okay, this is something, yes, I have the knowledge, but it not, it's not necessarily just about my knowledge. It's about helping people find their own truth. And um, so I just browsed around. I, I even started doing this interior design course at first, which is totally different from what I'm doing now. Uh, and quickly I realized that wasn't really going to cut it. I didn't really get any energy out of it. Um, I then started off on a mentoring and coaching course, which was very theoretical and it wasn't really, that's not how I, I learned things. So that didn't work for me either. Um, and then I found this, um, this other coaching program, which was more around uh, alignment with the universe and understanding that your belief forms your reality. And as I was going through, there was a 10-day free course. As I was going through that free course, I realized this is exactly what I'm meant to be doing. This is where this is where I'm getting my energy out of. So I purchased that. I invested in myself to start learning on how to apply all that knowledge um, into my own coaching business. And I was then using all of that information to... Uh, to actually start coaching um, the, the young woman that I've been mentoring as well. And as I was starting to apply what I'd learned with her, I realized, okay, this is, this is actually really working really, really well. And particularly for her, you, I can just see her blossoming and it, it just, it just gives me so much energy to see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, it hasn't been an easy learning. You know, I think everyone that came into the pandemic um, probably had a, a few months of, oh God, what's happening? I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, I'm scared. I'm angry. I'm whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, for me, that just kind of gave me the energy to keep going and to actually work on that coaching program because it gave me something else to do and keep my mind off everything that was happening outside. So mm. yeah, big ups and downs. I like I it. Say. It's interesting to me that you were trying different hats on or different paths. And so, you know, you try the interior design, Hey, it's an interest. Perhaps you try the thing on and you're like, no, nah, and it's not lighting you up. And so while something yeah. can look good, um, you know, once you try it on, it's like, no, nah, actually it's just, it's not the right thing. And so then you, what was interesting then to go there and mentoring and coaching when that course wasn't right, it could have been like, Oh, actually, well, mentoring and coaching mustn't be right for me if that's what mentoring and coaching is. So it was interesting that, even though that wasn't necessarily right, you were still then able to like Goldilocks, find the little bowl of porridge. Um, if that's Goldilocks, yeah. um, you know, to be able to, <laughs> you know, I should know I've got little kids. Um, 
I'm thinking a little red um, riding and I almost got them too mixed up in my mind. Then, but uh, it was Danny Locks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have kids, so I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm like right up on the uh, on the uh, nursery rhyme um, bits and pieces. Um, we we tend to sing them at, at bedtime, so I should know should know more about them. But oh. um, you know, you found the you found the right one, right? So you found this um, one where it's yeah. like it actually feels right, alignment with the universe, and and and. An interesting thing is, and I suppose almost for any coaching thing, like, you know, if you think about coaching and sales, where you can really bring a lot of like, this is how I would have done it, la, la, la. But but when you take it a step back and and maybe you don't necessarily know uh, all the ins and outs, you don't necessarily need to when you're coaching from this perspective because it's not like a sports coach saying, you know, run around and do the thing and catch the ball. It's more like reflecting and having a tool to be able to get that person to develop and unfold who they really are. Uh, but alignment's a big yeah. one. So tell me about that. Like as you were as you were finding out about alignment, what do you think alignment is? And like how would someone know if they're in alignment or out of alignment? So um, I think the big moment for me when I realized I was in alignment was one of the sessions that I had uh, with my mentee. Um, because it was a situation of like, you know how you sometimes have a, a meeting or you're doing a task or whatever it may be, and you just, you just feel drained. Even halfway through, you just feel drained. There's no energy left. You can't be bothered. It's not really what you want to be doing. And it just frustrates you in a way. And I just kind of realized when I was doing the coaching session with her, I didn't feel like that at all. I actually felt more energetic afterwards than I did before. And so that's kind of how I started realizing, oh, so all the other stuff that I've always been doing, that's clearly not what I'm meant to be doing because if that drains me so much, that's never going to, I'm never going to actually accomplish in that because it, it just sucks the energy out of me and I can't really do anything after. And the opposite of that is, I'm getting energy out of something that I'm doing on a daily basis, helping the women that I want to help with my coaching. Well, then that's what I'm meant to be doing because if I can get more energy out of that, it means I can help more women and I can do more. So I think that's where I started realizing what alignment really meant to me. It really means knowing what you're meant to be doing versus what you're just, what you're, maybe not forced to, but what you're being told to do when you grow up, right? So the expectation versus the reality, really. Um, I think that was the biggest moment for me when I realized that I've been out of alignment for a very, very long time. Mm. Um, And now, of course, I'm reading up on it more and learning more. I'm, I'm listening to Abraham Hicks. I'm listening to a lot of podcasts like, um, you know, the, the soul, the soul conversations, super soul conversations with Oprah. Um, it's just been enlightening because there's just so many people that have so many different stories about how they got to alignment or how they um, started to realize what their purpose was, et cetera, et cetera, that there's just little bits in every single one of those episodes that I take away from that and I can apply to my own life. And I think that's the beauty of podcasts as well, isn't it? You can take little things away from certain people that you can apply in your own life. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's still a journey for me, but I'm, I'm definitely more in alignment than I've ever been at this point. See, that's interesting. I, I love that. Um, you know, I only listened to one of those Abraham Hicks 
um, videos on YouTube the other day after another podcast interviewee had mentioned it. And I was like listening to it and it was just so gold. It was something like you don't need to deal with all these traumas or the, the, these things. You're not supposed to feel no. bad about stuff. You're supposed to feel good. And if you feel good, then you're going to attract more good. And so you can leave those things. And yeah. and it just, and I was like, and just as I'm listening to it, I'm thinking like that, like actually makes a lot of sense, you know, and, and, right. and same yeah. for the life of shoulds, you know, the life that you should mm-hmm. be doing just because the next logical step is where you are and you're on a staircase and you should take the next step up. You know, it's okay to turn around, put your butt on the rail and wee down to the bottom of the steps and change location, <laughs> hop on a bus. It doesn't exactly. matter. Like, you know, you can change. That's the beauty. Like our superpower yeah. is choice. And at any point you yeah. can choose. And it doesn't mean that you can just upend your life and just flip the desk and throw the computer on the ground and say, stuff you boss, I'm out of here. You, you might have to gradually do it. And you might have to build something on the side. But like if you yeah. haven't started your side hustle and, and there's a dream, it doesn't even have to make money. Like if you between the hours of like, I love this, like nine to five and then the five to nine, you know, like wh- what are you doing from five thirty till nine? You, you know, if you want to, yeah. if you want to talk about, I don't know, umbrellas and you just love all the different, I met a guy the other week that he just loves chairs and he loves everything about chairs. And he could tell you every single thing about chairs and, and how they recline and the ergonomics and the ups and the downs and this one twists and that one. Does. And I was like, wow, he is lit up talking about chairs. I don't have any interest in chairs. I was interested to hear him talk about chairs. Like that, he made it interesting because yeah. he was interested. But if that's your five to nine and you get charged up and it fills your jug enough to then pursue the, all the other things you need to do in your life, then it's worth it. You got to fill your jug. Absolutely. What's filling your jug? Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more, honestly. I, I actually did a little bit of analysis on this recently because I, I've always felt like I've been a, heart, a glass half full person. But as I was actually thinking about this a little bit more, I realized I hadn't always been like that at all. I I'd obviously had my moments where it hadn't always been half full, you know, it always been half empty. Um, but now as I'm learning more about alignment, I, I realize that I am actually a, a glass half full person, if not three quarters full, you know, mm. I just kind of see the, see the way that um, you make the happiness for yourself is by actually uh, creating it for yourself. I'm choosing to be happy. That's a choice, right? It's not something that you can just get, you know, maybe you'll come across it, you'll stumble upon it, you'll fall over it or whatever. No, it's something that you choose to be. And it's something that you have to actually invest your energy and your time in being happy. You, what do you, what's, what good is it going to do if you keep seeing life as, oh, I will be happy when? That's when not retire, really going to get you anywhere. When I get yeah. the money, or when I get the car. You know, you talked about like being exhausted, and it's like I know it. Like I know the same that same feeling. I'll, and and for someone that's like I am, I feel like I've got endless energy, and yet some mm-hmm. things drain me to the point where I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm going to slow motion mode. You know, and I'm like, yeah, no purpose, no meaning. But you know, people get home. If you're exhausted and you're getting home, you're on the drive home now, whatever it might be, right? Some people are exhausted on the way to work, right? But like, if if sure. you're exhausted. Then, then that perhaps doesn't mean that, you know, yes, maybe you need to change what you're doing, but even just finding something else, like you think you don't have the energy to do that hobby after work, but it might be the hobby after work that energizes you. So yes, get into it. Absolutely. Just do a little bit, yeah. just a little bit. Just do one thing today, you know? I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I, and this is something that I do even now, you know, um, I'm, I'm still working as an account executive on my day job. 
Um, and whenever I feel like there's something that's frustrated me or something that isn't working for me, I just take a step back and I start writing content. And the most beautiful things come out because there's so much inside that I think feel like I have to let out mm. that that actually fuels my business as an ambition and confidence coach. So it's it's two ways, isn't it? You really have to just find the, the middle ground that works for you and something that is actually going to give you the energy to to you know thrive and feel good about it. Yeah. I like it. And so if you had to define happiness, what happiness is to mm-hmm. you um, and are you happy? I am, yeah. I feel like I can finally say I'm happy now. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, no, I, um, I, I realise that I haven't necessarily been the happiest um, previously in the past. And I realise now that that's because I felt like my happiness depended on x y and z and that's simply not the case like i said now i know it's a choice and i'm choosing to be happy so yes i'm definitely happy um there's a lot that gives me energy and 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 that just makes me get up in the morning with a smile on my face um and if i were to define happiness i would say it's like the sun and so to explain the way that I see that is, you know, you have a sun, uh, a sunrise, you have a sunset, and then there's a whole day of sunshine in the middle. Yeah, there might be some clouds, there might be some rain, whatever it may be. Um, but, you know, it's always going to be there. And so even when the sun sets, yeah, it's going to be dark for a while. But, you know, it's going to rise again in the morning. So it's ups and downs. It's something that you have to trust is always going to be there. And it's more about being content with what you have right now without um, feeling bad about the things that you don't have, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. See, that's powerful. Um, oh, gosh. I'm imagining like hopping in it like, you know, if you're thinking like the, the, the sun is rising and setting, but it, that's perspective too. You know, if you were to somehow hop yeah. in a spaceship or a rocket and just fly out, like you would then see that the sun is just forever there. Like we're just spinning yeah. around and around. Um, so if you can somehow switch perspectives, then you could mm-hmm. almost always f- remember that happiness is there. So even in that story where it's darkness, it's underpinned by happiness because you know it will return, you know. So the yes. suffering comes and goes, but the suffering is temporary. Yeah. The happiness and the contentment exactly. with having a life. Because, uh, you know, we're lucky to be alive. I mean, like. Absolutely, yeah. Every morning you exactly. wake up, it's a new day. You get more time to do what you love. Isn't that mm. great? Mm, yeah, yeah yeah and that's what I like we talked a little bit off there I think that's what gets to me I see that so, so many people are really unhappy and like a lot of people aren't but like a lot are and yeah and like these times have just seemed to have like ramped up and and I don't watch the news I'm not I'm not reading the paper Mm-mm. you know 20 people stabbed like oh, gee just right oh, near your house yeah, tell like, me about oh, it. you know and and this person is doing bad and that's uh, and then you're like oh gosh and, and and not only that like pandemic and this and that and everything else and then then you people lose yeah. jobs and and just ah uh, and then and then people are doing stuff they don't like and they, and they don't like their jobs. And it's like, oh, gosh. So I just feel like, you know, it's a time to start engaging in what we enjoy and, and try to, like, get out there and help as many people as we can. So so it is nice that Absolutely. you're doing that. That's what you're doing. Like, you, you'll be taking people that are kind of, like, trapped. You know, if it's ladies that are trapped at a lower level thing and they couldn't rise up, why not you? You know, like. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. That's what I stand for. You know, what I really find important that is that women are given a voice and women are actually feeling like they can do something and they can accomplish something and they can reach their goals because I'm just seeing that, you know, from experience from where, where I've come from so far, that's simply not always the case. People, women are not necessarily always encouraged to do more. And especially, no offense, but if you reach, reach a certain age as a woman, you might not get promoted because what if, you, what if you're going to, you know, go in and get pregnant and have, mm. have children? Then what? Yeah. You know, maybe they'll have to replace you. And that's the kind of stuff that I feel like we need to be able to talk about and we need to bring it up and we need to not let that be... Uh, a block for ourselves to say, oh, I'm not going to go for that promotion because I might want to have children next year. That shouldn't be a discussion. Mm. It's something that you should just go for anyway because you are the best person for the job and that's what it comes down to. And that's Mm. not just for women, you know, it's everything. It's the same for men. It's the same for anything that has to do with racial equality or whatever it may be or, you know, whatever is, is in the back end, maybe religion even. So, yeah, you know, for me, I've, I've noticed or I've found out now that my purpose is helping those women. And, and that's really where my heart and soul goes into at the moment and what gives me energy. So, yeah. I love it. And so, you know, mm. if you were like able to hop into a time machine and you're like back to your 18 um, year old self, what would you tell 18 year old Kiana? Um, that's a great question. Um, it's, it's such a hard one to answer, really. But I would say I probably tell her that regardless of what anyone tells you, uh, whenever you're being yourself, whenever you're actually showing up as your true self, is it? if anyone ever says anything about that, that's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. And so don't let any situation ever push you from your path. Stick to who you are. And you'll be able to do anything you want and be happy for it. Because mm. that's an interesting thing, isn't it? When you when you when you're going about your life, I don't know what age it happens. It's probably different for different people, and depending on the environment, uh, you know, like bullying and all those sorts of things. But like, you know, you mm-hmm. it's a very vulnerable. Like you're a very soft fleshy kind of like person that that could be like you know anyone's blades and like sticks and stones and words that never hurt me but no words hurt plenty of people and, and absolutely it's a big effort not to get hurt so it's almost like then we start to create this tough skin and, and we start to hold the shield and then we're then we're like ready for battle in life and and that's a bit sad mm-hmm. because it's like actually you know potentially promotion of being your true self should be where we're at and and realizing that you know someone like you said it's not it's like oh you're crap tom you're too you know energetic and you talk too much i'm like well you know maybe i'll have a podcast (laughs) one day i don't know right exactly like how do we just slip slip the blade or like you know it's like one of those magician blades where you know it it touches goes into the handle or something uh like why is it that we aren't talking about that because you know we 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 almost like the turtle like as soon as we get poked we're back in the shell and then we're hiding in the shell and then we never want to come out again because it's safe in the shell and that's sad it is i completely agree and i think this is just what a lot of people have been entrapped into and you know it's those things that form beliefs around ourselves it's those comments that 
make beliefs form again around who we are when that's actually not true at all because you're that's who you are in in the eyes of someone else and that's therefore a reflection of who they are it has nothing to do with us mm. so I think, like you said, it's something that I think is important for us to teach our children and to teach any any young person at this age um, or age 18 at least um, to, to stick to and just make sure that whatever anyone else says, don't let it get to you. Don't let it mm. deviate you from the path that you're meant to be following that feels good to you. And I'm imagining like, you know, I don't know, you know, like my mind works in these sorts of like um, analogies, but it's like, like, you know, the tree and all of a sudden it's like something happens and it has to start growing off to an angle, like it hits a ledge and then it starts growing this way or whatever else that, you know, that happens yeah. and the trees change forever. Like, you know, humans, we're much the same, but the, the beauty is that we're energy beings. So as much as mm -hmm. we can, we can form beliefs and we can create neural networks or whatever anyone might like to think about beliefs and, and, and cement them in, they can also collapse just as quickly. We can, we can come across someone like yourself yes. that helps us to understand that we don't need to hold on to those beliefs and that we can actually collapse them. Cause I think sometimes we forget that like all these things are in concrete, like that's just who I am now. And, and I just don't do those things and I can't and all these um, uh, certainty statements where it's like, but I, how certain are you? And what happens if you're wrong about that? And is there a better way yeah. Does that serve you? So, so that's interesting. What's mm -hmm. it like seeing people collapse some of those beliefs? It's, I can't even describe it. <laughs> it's just amazing because there's there's so much inside with some people that they've just pushed away so far that they wouldn't even know that it's there anymore. And digging as deep as that, yes, it might be painful and it will be painful, but the way that you come out of it is, is almost like you're lifting, I don't know, like you've had an elephant on your back and then suddenly it's not no longer there, you know? Um, it's just beautiful to see how people then soften their, their outer shell, whereas normally they would have like such a, like such a tough outer shell on it where they'd be like, no, I'm, I'm not interested, go away. You, you, I don't want to show you who I am because I'm afraid that you might hurt me or I'm afraid that that's not going to be good enough. And then seeing those people blossom and, um, and radiate that energy out and feel lighter. It's just the most beautiful thing to see. It just, yeah, it lights mm. me up seeing people mm. get through it, not getting through it per se, because that's obviously not the nice part, but seeing people come out of it it's it's just amazing yeah and for everybody hearing this right now it's like well consider if you're in that dark space know that so many people have gone through it before to be able to make it to the absolutely next and so yep. if you could hop myself back in the included time machine, nice nice yeah. um, but if you could hop back in the time machine and you could go to your 100th birthday and you looked back on your life what would you like to have achieved um a lot <laughs> i have big goals i'm ambitious you know i want to do stuff i want to help people um but if I were to narrow it down to maybe three things, I would probably say I will have helped hundreds, thousands, if not millions of women across the world step into their true self and reach the goals that they are setting out for themselves within their careers. Um, I want to help them actually 
be who they are without apologies, without apologizing for anything and reaching the goals that they are, are setting out for themselves, whichever way they feel works for them. Uh, and obviously letting go of anything that no longer serves them. Um, I want to have written a lesson plan for high schools so that we can start teaching younger women and younger men um, to actually embrace themselves and build that confidence and understand what it is that they want out of life. Because quite frankly, I think right now we're expecting 16-year-olds to tell to, to know what they want to do the rest of their lives or what's mm -hmm. good for them doesn't really work. Mm. Um, and then on top of that, you're, you might go and get a university degree that you're never going to use. So what's the point? You're just wasting time. Um, so I really want to focus on creating a lesson plan that's actually going to help women and men at a certain age understand who they are and where they want to go maybe not 100%, but at least 90% so that they can start following that path straight from the start and not go in the wrong direction because that's expected of them, for example. See, that's super powerful. And, and you know what's interesting about that is it's not even like necessarily, say they pick a path, they might choose something at the, at the time of, um, you know, 16. But what you're really then promoting or teaching is the tool to be able to have self-awareness about what it is that you actually want to do and then how yeah. to go about mapping out a path to be able to achieve that life that you want to live. So that can be replicated. You know, if at 22, you're like, yeah. you know what, I'm, I've had enough of, of doing X now. I'm going to move on to Y. I'm self-aware. This is the thing. And it might be interior yeah. design. And it's like, nope, that's not it. I'm going to go to Z now. Z is it. And then how to map it out yeah. again and knowing it's okay to change and move absolutely yeah absolutely as long as it's your choice and as long as it's something that feels like something that you have to do right now and no one's going to stop you do it mm. that's I think what's really important that we give these young people the chance to do what they love not to do what we're expecting them to do. Mm. And we were talking off yeah. air about um, being able to, you and I both, and being able to run down a pathway and then go, oh, not for us. And we can be a fair yeah. way down that pathway and just drop it and then move on to the next thing. Um, and, yeah. and maybe like, you know, we were both sort of saying that there's times in our lives where you're like, you're coming up against a frustration, you're feeling out of alignment, but you've gone so far down a way that maybe back in the day, we would want to see that thing all the way through. We don't want to pull up. We don't want yeah. to quit because then it's like quitting, you know, you're just a quitter yeah. is this but but like there's things in life that if it's not for you and, and it's not in alignment then it's okay to drop that thing drop it cold and move on to something else if you want to come back and pick it up later absolutely. Pick it up. yeah absolutely that's what it's all about isn't it because only if you try it you're going to find out if it's for you or not and mm. then like you said if you don't drop it straight away you're literally wasting your own time knowing that it's not for you mm. yet you're still you know, moving on with it and still carrying on with it. That doesn't make any sense at all, does it? No. No. So you've talked a little bit about it, but like if if you had to kind of like articulate when, when you're having those dark times in your life and I suppose now from that alignment, um, you know, perspective, like what is it that's helping you get through the darker times? I don't know, we talked about the sunset and whatever mm -hmm. else, but do you have like a strategy or a, or a process you go through when, once you're into that dark place that helps you get mm -hmm. through? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've developed a little bit of a morning slash midday slash evening ritual, I would say. I know a lot of people call it a morning ritual and then leave it at that. But frankly, I, I like to 
split it into sections during the day. So it keeps me going. Um, I, you know, I like to wake up with a meditation, even if it's just a five or a 10 minute meditation, just to get my mind right. Um, I then do a little bit of yoga, even if it's just five or 10 minutes as well. Again, as long as you get your blood flowing and your energy moving, um, that's just going to help me actually create that. Are you doing that just off the back of like, are you watching a YouTube video? Do you just know the moves and you've got a yoga mat set up and you just go there and you just start doing the moves? Depends. Um, Some days I literally just do some sun salutations. Uh, Some days I, you know, just sit and just kind of maybe just do a downward dog or maybe even just do a a child's pose, for example. Even that can already help me be grounded a little bit more to start the day off with. Um, But I do recommend YouTube for inspiration when it comes to that because there's just so many good ones out there that are really helping um, to to quickly generate some energy in your body. Yeah, that um, yoga with Adrian. When it comes to yoga, Adrian, I love it. Yeah, yeah yoga great. with Adrian is I, amazing. I did, I did one runners one or something, and I was like, it helped with all my legs and back and and so I. That's yeah. one thing I should probably do more of. But yes, okay. So we're waking up meditating. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I try to w- wake up and meditate, I'm like, I think I'm too sleepy to get into a meditation <laughs> yeah. space. I'm like, I'm basically going back to sleep. I get that. Uh, so yeah. I sometimes need to do something before I would meditate. That seems to be my thing. So it might be the stretching and then then the meditation. Yeah. So you're meditating, bit of yoga, mm-hmm. so a bit of blood flow, a yeah. bit of mind flow. What else is your yeah. um, made up of? A uh, cup of coffee. <laughs> I need my mm. coffee in the morning. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, have a shower and, and just kind of wake up as well. But What's also a big part of it is um, it is singing in the morning. I don't know if you've heard about this, but singing in the morning, it just gives me so much energy because you're loosening your, uh, your throat chakra and you're actually just like freeing up any energy that is stuck there that might not be right for, for it to get stuck there or you, know, you know, need to let go of. Um, but also it, it just just makes you feel so good doesn't it like singing along to a song that you really love in the morning you just kind of you're standing under the shower you're you're singing the song or whatever it may be that you're doing um but it is again one of those things that helps create the energy inside you and especially in the morning it's just going to help you get through the day a little bit better as well ah that's interesting Um, that's so interesting because yeah. that is a choice. Like you don't have to do the singing. But yeah. It's like all of a sudden if you're no. singing and whatever else, like I often sing to my kids and I'm just making up the songs as I'm going. Um, and then I yeah. they start Love joining that. in the song and I'm like, well, we're all just doing it now. They, they, they yeah. seem to know the words <laughs> of the song I'm just making up. But it, but it sets the tone. Like they're seeing me marry yeah. they're having a good time. And, and that then, so that is a choice. I, I remember seeing this thing where you can smile into a mirror. If you genuinely smile into a mirror and you hold that genuine smile, it then can is like it ramps you up and makes you feel even better. So if you're ever in a dark yeah. space, you can actually just smile at yourself. Um, and, and apparently, um, you know, it's something that can actually scientifically help you. To be oh, I love that. So I didn't know that. That's so very good to know. I might incorporate that in my morning ritual. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Well, it might just bring a awesome. smile to the face that you that you finished singing an awesome song, Belt, Belting Out of Tune. Yeah. So that's cool. So, and so like at middle, at, you know, you see, you sort of said it's a morning, a middle and any time of the day routine. Yeah, so it's like, exactly. So I just kind of like, um, no, nah, maybe <laughs> not necessarily. No. Um, I actually tend to go for a walk on lunchtime though, because I think it's just important to breathe in some fresh air and just be mm-hmm. outside. Um, 
I'm I, I'm luckily living in a uh, very foresty area, or maybe not foresty because it is still London, um, but um, there's a lot of nature around. So mm. I, I can actually go out for a walk in the park and feel like I'm somewhere in nature and just take it all in. Um, and I think especially when it comes to greenery around, so green is supposed to have an I'm not just saying it's supposed to have, it actually has a very calming effect. Um, I often have this when I'm, I'm, I'm going to see my family, for example, because they live in a much greener area. Um, it takes me a few days to kind of adapt because I just kind of feel like, oh, it's like everything's so calming and I feel very slow and suddenly everything slows down. And, um, and especially if you're living in a city like London, everything's fast paced. So you're expected to do things quickly and like with a lot of energy all the time. And if you then come somewhere where you can sit and actually do nothing without feeling all that energy coming at you, like, oh, you have to go do something. It's, it's actually having a very calming effect on your mind as well. So mm. um, green around is always a good idea. Um, and then depending on how my day goes, I, I might do some exercise um, after my working day. I'll, I might cook a meal. Um, I might watch some TV if I feel like it, but that hardly really happens. I don't do a lot of that. Um, I definitely won't be going on any news channels or anything mm. like that because that's mm. like you mentioned earlier, you don't watch news, you don't you know read any papers. I'm the same. It just sets off negative energy. Mm. And so, you know, whenever you are going to be on your phone, for example, as well, be intentional about what you're going to do. Don't just start scrolling mindlessly through social media because it isn't going to get any better for you. Mm-hmm. It's actually mm-hmm. going to make your day worse. So, um, you know, definitely won't be doing that. Um, but yeah, I might read up on something. I might listen to another podcast. Um, I might um, listen to some music or whatever it may be. Um, and potentially even do another meditation if I feel like I need to actually go inward and actually s- slow things down and k- get things quiet in my head if I've had a busy day um, so that by the time I go to sleep, I won't have all these thoughts running around in my head anymore and I can actually have a good night rest. So oh, wow. that's in, okay. a, in a nutshell, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Like what, what it sounds to me like, and I mean, you know, any, anybody now, even myself, like, how intentional is your interruptions of your day? Like you are interrupting autopilot. So you could wake up, brush your teeth, go have a shower, make the coffee, mm-hmm. do the thing, get dressed, go to work. Do... So you're actually like splitting it up with a with a whole lot of intentional action. So meditating and, and singing and bringing the energy up and going for yeah. a walk <laughs> and, and seeing the magic of nature. And um, I remember, I think it's this movie named Peaceful Warrior where there's about a gymnast, but this, this guru master teaches this guy that, you know, if you actually stop and look there's always so much going on at any one point in time and that nature is just this dance that's like the trees and and the leaves and everything's moving and then there's wildlife within all of the trees and things so so and then as the day finishes you don't just come home and it's like in front of the tv two hours of whatever binging on whatever it's like you're actually like constantly taking control of your day and your and yourself Mm -hmm. and your energy and and allowing yourself to to raise your own vibration or to to or to calm yourself down and give yourself a good opportunity to have a good night's sleep so that, that mm-hmm. is 
it, is that like a, a recent thing being so intentional? Like where did that come from? I would say so, yeah. Um, it, it wasn't always like this what, before the pandemic anyway because um, I'm, I'm still working from home now, so it makes it a whole lot easier for me to just do all these things and have the time to do it. Um, before, you know, with, with uh, commute times and things like that, it would often be a case of either or, you know, you can't do both in one day, for example. Um, but yeah, I mean, ever since I started doing this now, I feel like I'm actually focusing on the things that do interest me. Because you know how sometimes when you've had a long day, and you come home and you kind of just go, oh, I should be exercising, but can't be bothered. You turn on Netflix or whatever it may be that you're watching and you're just watching for the sake of watching. And it, most of the time it doesn't even interest you because you're just kind of flicking through everything going, oh, I don't like that, don't like that, don't like that. Or maybe I'll watch this then because there's nothing else I can find what I can mm -hmm. watch right now. Um, and I realized I was doing that at some point as well. And it just, it just drained me so much. Every time I would be like, why am I watching this? I'm not even interested in whatever I'm watching right now. Um, and so then being intentional about saying, right, I'm going to stop watching this and I'm actually going to try and do something that's different that is interesting to me. That shifts. It takes some time to get there. But it's, the more you start realizing that you're doing the wrong things and that you should actually do be doing x y and z the better your energy is going to be and the, you know the better you're going to feel and the, the happier you're going to be in the in mm. the end as well because mm. i wonder if like perhaps in in the past maybe i could have like gone you know i'm sure that plenty of people would challenge me here for the title but like of like <laughs> master netflix like i stand netflix yeah. the show. like i like i'd watched like so many and series and like big series of things like breaking bad so these and it's like now i could cancel netflix i canceled stand recently I, like i don't yeah. need them because it's like it, it the the value add in my life like mm -hmm. if it was a score i don't even know if it is adding value like if i look back and think yeah. about tv series it's like well now what what did it add like but where and, no. and you can say that about anything but like you know i suppose sitting there now and, and working on my business or coaching someone or posting about a podcast or posting motivational quotes or creating a motivational video or you know being mm -hmm. coached by my coaches you know it, all yeah. of a sudden like that the, the gain from those activities is just through the roof by comparison comparison to to watching netflix now it's like it's sometimes i'm just yeah. sitting and i might be doing netflix or i might be on my phone and, and scrolling on tiktok or something and I, and i and it just feels like nope nope it's it's just no this is yeah. really it's, I, <laughs> like I, I feel like i'm missing the, the big score right now and, and it's and, yeah and, um, I, fomo of actually like how much time do we have i don't want to waste it doing this stuff yeah now. Like, <laughs> totally totally get you yeah i'm yeah. the same you know and to be honest i never was i was never really the kind of person that goes oh everyone everyone's watching got i should be watching that i actually never watched it because i just didn't like it mm -hmm. and there was always going to be those people that were like oh i can't believe you're not watching it well why waste my time watching something that i don't like watching i that just doesn't that I don't understand that. I genuinely don't understand that. Um, but at the same time, yes, I, I can definitely say that I caught myself watching something that I didn't really enjoy watching just because someone said, oh, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And now 
I won't even think of it anymore. <laughs> if oh, I don't like it, I'm not going to watch it. That's just how simple it is. You really are like a shining light. You're spreading positivity. <laughs> you're, you're out there, like not only doing the work things during the day and, and making impacts there, but you're also like, you know, got your side hustle going and really sound like you're making some positive impacts. Your energy is infectious. You know, people might be watching this and they want to follow along on the journey. They might want to work with you as a coach. So what's the best way for them to go about doing that? Oh, absolutely. And thank you, Tom. I mean, same goes for you. Your energy is through the roof as well. So it really helps uh, keep the conversation going so nicely. I love it. Um, yeah, so um, I, I can be found everywhere, almost. Um, <laughs> the uh, Instagram handle that you can find me on is at theexquisitewoman.co.uk. Uh, and that is also my website. So feel free to have a browse through there. If you want to have a discovery call with me to see if we're a good fit and potentially we want to work together, you can fill out a contact form on that website as well. Um, and then I'm also on Facebook also as The Exquisite Woman. Um, so if you have any questions, feel free to ping me a message on there or whatever it may be. Mm, I love it. And what, and what a great opportunity to work with such a lovely lady. And so ambition and confidence, obviously that can go into any field, in any place, anywhere Absolutely. you are. You want to uh, yeah. achieve more than where you are right now, reach out to Kiona. So Kiona, thank you so much for taking the time to come and have a chat. I certainly appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Tom. It's been great to, to be here. Thank you. <laughs> And thank you for everyone tuned in to another episode. If you could like, share, comment, subscribe, do all of that fun stuff. If you'd like to work with either Kiona or myself as a coach, feel free to reach out to Kiona on the handles that she mentioned or to myself. Feel free to DM me any way that you can get a hold of me. I'm happy to work with you. But otherwise, thank you so much for tuning into another episode. I'm Tom Bell and I'll talk to you soon.